Hello and welcome to the Moving Curve. I'm Rukmini, a data journalist based in Chennai. Twice a week on this mini cast, I consider one question around the novel coronavirus epidemic in India. Tonight I'm considering this one. Would things be better if we weren't paying attention? It's day 168 of the novel coronavirus epidemic in India. and we are reporting 9,36,181 cases with 24,309 deaths. At most times, but particularly during a national crisis of this sort, it's sometimes hard to draw the line between journalism and activism. It feels like all of our news reporting should be geared towards making things better. But what this can also end up doing is making you question whether it really is making things better and what the collateral damage is just a few days into the lockdown that began on march 25th it became apparent to many people including doctors public health experts and journalists like me that the lockdown was having quite a severe impact on routine health services immunizations access to medicines to opds and to opd procedures like dialysis was severely curtailed across the country from all that i was hearing So I looked up the best source of data that I had for rural health reporting, the National Health Mission's administrative data portal. Over 1.7 lakh healthcare facilities, primarily government facilities in rural areas, report every day on this system. And sure enough, the data showed that in March there was a big fall in vaccinations and other potentially life-saving interventions. But as I worked on the piece, a respected public health expert i was speaking to warned me about something that the data would be pulled once i wrote about it he suggested that i wait another month so that this way i could extract the data for april 2 which would have been useful for people like him but i disagreed because i thought that the story needed to be done immediately and the broader public health community needed to know that this was going on Well sure enough after I did the piece the data for March was pulled and the website now permanently claims that it is undergoing maintenance State governments have similarly pulled district wise testing data when it showed poor testing in smaller cities and some states like UP have altogether stopped publishing daily health bulletins Here's another area where just observing the data has an impact on it and makes me wonder about the harm from reporting on it I know from conversations with health officials in three states that they are deeply conscious of how the media and the public responds to their numbers the extent that they go to to mitigate outrage about high new numbers is really quite remarkable if there is a backlog of cases or deaths that needs to be added to the state total they look for days when other news might overshadow their announcement they spread the overflow numbers out over several days so that people don't panic they pay close attention to the time of day that they make the announcement and then often the announcement is just an asterisk in a health bulletin for example on july 13th the delhi government said that it had conducted 12171 new tests that should have taken its cumulative testing number to 8,2024 tests in all instead the cumulative number on the 13th was 6,92,845 tests or about 1,10,000 fewer tests overnight with just a small asterisk at the bottom that said that the ICMR has reconciled the data. 
In this case, I don't yet know what exactly went wrong. But from reporting on death's data, I can see that the prospect of a media freakout, or trying to avert that, drives a lot of how official data is currently being collected and released. I wrote a little about this in an article for the Hindu that I've linked to, but once again it made me think of the observer effect. In science, the observer effect is the theory that just observing a phenomenon changes it. What would happen if state governments did not fear public reaction to their data? Would it change the data itself? One way we see this happening is through the data and reporting processes in better developed Indian states or even in other countries. So if one is reasonably sure that Kerala, for instance, is being honest with its data, then we'd say that allowing travellers to return as Kerala has carries a huge risk. Despite the state implementing quarantine for incoming travellers, there is a big spike in the cases in Kerala. Yesterday was a single day record for the state. So the collateral damage here is that a state has to be prepared to handle the adverse public reaction, criticism of its travel rules, for instance, or any other aspect of its handling of the outbreak. The upside, of course, is that only true and accurate numbers will ever get us closer to understanding and then tackling the virus. So maybe there's little point left to wondering whether paying less attention to the numbers would lead most states to release them honestly. Maybe what there's still some hope for is to pay more attention to the processes that underlie the numbers instead of responding to the numbers alone. If we want better numbers going forward, we're going to have to think about our own impact inevitably in altering them. Thank you for listening. This episode was edited by Anand Krishnamurti. At the end of the week, a new question.